briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that you could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your expert, Taylor. And I'm your other co-host, Aubrey. This was a good episode, right? I was disappointed we didn't get to talk about it yesterday almost, because this was a good one. <laughs> Shut up. Don't out me. I'm out. No, look, it's always my fault, and now it's not, so. Yeah, I mean, this episode was, it started off really weird, and then it got really funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, on the topic of really weird, I'll just throw out an opening quote. I just smell it when I want to. Who says that? That is when Brandon is talking to Christina about how they're... Oh, about the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I will say, the, the quote I took away from that, and obviously as a suggestion for this title, is Robo Brandon. Oh, it's a good one. Because I, and I especially love it because John's like, ah, oh, he's Robo Brandon. He's like, ah, oh, must kiss Christina or whatever. And I'm like, you're calling him a robot because he's overly emotional? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I get it. I think I get what you're saying, but also that kind of doesn't work at all, dude. No, it doesn't. Th this was overall a good, fun episode uh, for Karate Kid, but that was not one of his better arguments. Well, I wouldn't say this was exactly a good episode for him. I don't know. I thought he, I thought he did all right. I thought he basically handled everything as well as he could have. Well, except for the one thing he didn't. Anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. That's foreshadowing for you folks. You know, all the ones who didn't would just watch the episode. I, I like, again, just a quick reminder of hypocrites. Uh, Leighton, the one who said being a virgin is a huge turn on, is now sleeping with a random lady. Um, I mean, wasn't that his first night here, too? Wasn't it Leighton and Jess? Like, isn't this just the round two or maybe three? No, no, Jess. Jess slept with someone else. Yeah, this was Leighton and Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was Leighton and Jess. I feel like I'm going crazy. Earlier in the show, it was Anthony and Jess. Really? Yes. Oh. That's kind of why it's very funny that Jenny has left Leighton for Anthony. She did? I apparently don't know. What's, I apparently don't give a shit about any of this. I thought Jessica slept with Leighton, always slept yes. with Leighton, and has no. then done nothing every time we see her but talk about Leighton. No, she slept with Anthony, then he left, and then she cried about it the next day. And Leighton said, yeah, you should maybe sleep with less people. Uh, and she was like, oh, man, I'm in love with Leighton. And then she's been hanging off of Leighton. And Leighton hasn't been overtly ignoring her. So then Jenny got mad and started hanging out with Anthony. Oh, right. That's and the then, other problem was you have a Jenny and a Jess. Yeah. Well, I guess. It's the same name. <laughs> Anyways. So then she started hanging out with exclusively Anthony, and he's finally said, whatever, I guess I'm over her. I'm going to go sleep with Jess. And now, I don't know. This is a stupid relationship where the problems are completely manufactured. I mean, I obviously checked out of it. I have no idea what is happening there. It wasn't the interesting part. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, Garland and Jasmine also have a little talk at the beginning, but I don't think there's any reason to spend any time there. No, I, I don't get what this scene was about. It was like, just to be like, oh yeah, remember these guys like each other. Um, but who cares? I, I think that's what it was about. I think you nailed it. All right. Let's talk about the challenge called Slip It In. Yeah, very clever, Ryan. Good work. So the slip and slide, just to be clear, was just because like wet is sexy, right? That's it? Slip and slide is like erotic. <laughs> well, it let them do the, the slip pun i guess i'll call it and also it's physical comedy people sliding at stuff right oh i just assumed it was like because then we get to have the girls in bathing suits and then they get wet and then but there's never a situation oh, no. where the girls aren't in bathing suits so it's <laughs> I, I don't know i just, i that's completely false taylor you know that there was a lingerie party and they were not in bathing suits <laughs> you know what you got me on they the were in lingerie you got me on the technicality they were wearing less. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm giving the show too much credit, but I always assume these challenges are about the physical comedy. Like, the, I the always assume that it's about 
some form of objectification of both the men and the women, to be fair, though. I'll give them that much. I like that they got to make fun of Ellie for, like, good need a cigarette break after this. Yes. Oh, I do also like that we were slut-shaming the guys. That's, like, a fun twist on it. I So I'm glad this challenge turned out the way it did, where it was basically a challenge about all the girls being not turned on by this weird dick measuring contest challenge. Yeah, I, I like that it was, like, two things where it was, like, I like that for the girls, it was like, what guys are bad, <laughs> first of all? And then for the guys, it was like, listen, if you said nine, you're a pussy. But if you said 100, you're a fucking liar. Right. <laughs> you have to hit that sweet spot, which is my number, obviously. I don't know. I, I'm glad that this one just didn't do what they, or maybe it did do what they thought it would, but I don't know. I'm glad I don't know. we all thought this was stupid, too, in addition to just... The we all that is you and I. Yeah. Uh, Do you think when Leighton slept with Jess, they changed the board? No, because they they made a joke about how he's in double digits now. Ah, good point. You're right. Well, good for him. He finally hit that 10. Do you think Jess gets like a Starbucks card for that? Like she's the 10th customer. Well, no, it would have to be the same girl 10 times. Like it's not... It's not a catch them all. It's a frequent flyer. Oh, thing. do you think he gets a like a Starbucks card? Yeah, he's like he, finally got that tenth punch hole exactly. of the vagina market. Yeah, no, because he's punching his card. If he was punching Jess's card, then she gets the coffee. Well, he was anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate this show. Nathan, uh, can't Nathan count also. Past 10. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we both went there. Okay, I was gonna say clearly, like these are questions that were asked of them before the show. And he, in a sort of, like, joking way, my guess is, was just like, ah, too many to count, thinking it wouldn't ever come up. <laughs> and then it came up, and he was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I tell that girl it was actually 34? Nathan is good TV. I like him. I don't know yeah, if honestly, I like him, but he's good TV, and he seems pretty harmless. Yeah. And honestly, when I saw too many to count, my thoughts were either it was going to be Anthony because he's just like, uh, too many to count. I'm a please. Or it was going to be someone who's just like, oh, I've just never counted. Like, that's such a weird thing to do. Like, I've not counted the amount of women I've had sex with. I would argue I've not counted and too many to count are both very different answers, though. Uh, Yes, but I would not uh, deny MTV the chance that they would do that. Because too many to count sounds so much more provocative. We just, I, we can't speculate on terrible things they might do when they actually do do terrible things. It's just a waste of our time. We have to focus on the real. Yeah, but the problem is Christina's been being sucky, so I don't even feel bad for her being the 11th girl anymore. Uh, also, we stopped calling been, her that. Well, we almost did. And then at the matchup ceremony, we dropped two Christina the 11th girls's. Oh, nice. All right, let's talk about the lingerie party. Well, can we talk about the winners? Oh, fine. Uh, Paris and Pratt, Jess and Leighton, Jasmine and Garland. I do like for the third place winner, too. It was like a five-way tie because it was just a bad yeah. challenge. It's just like, what guy is going to go around telling, like, hey, girl that I might want to date some di- day, here's, like, the amount of people I fucked. I mean, apparently more than you would expect. Like, a lot of girls had information on this already, it seemed like. Yeah, fair. In spite of how wrong all of them consistently were. I think the top score was three correct, but, you know. It was, it was a three, I thought it was two. It might have been two. I thought two people got two and five, like, and then, like, another three people got one. Yeah, yeah probably right. All right, like, can now we go to the lingerie party? Yes, Christmas 2.0. Also, well, sir, I want to talk about this again. I, I just realized I don't want to go there yet, because this is something we experienced last episode, is the first section of the show didn't exist this was just the challenge the challenge was the first section of the show which is just such a weird pacing and i get why because of like the order in which things happened but still it's a very weird pacing for the show i typically this ends up being a giveaway in my opinion of like a big fight or dramatic moment later on they want to spend all their time on but the first couple episodes you're right had the similar like right to the challenge pacing without really something to pick up on the back end yeah, maybe they knew there were two principles, so now they've just made a lot of episodes boring, but then you, you don't expect the good ones to come in. Right? It's the fake out. It's like, well, we can't just change it for the good ones. We just need to make some of them bad. Yeah, <laughs> we can't just have normal episodes and then good episodes. We need to have bad episodes and good episodes. 
Let's bump those normal ones down a level. It's about the relative um, difference. Nobody cares what they're actually like. Yes. All right. Let's talk about, I mean, it's a lingerie party. It's like two of the guys got down to their underwear, but most of the guys are just like, haha, naked women. I was going to say, um, I like that at least two guys put in the bare minimum effort it takes to join in, which is to say, take off some clothes. And the rest of the guys are like walking around in fucking shorts and t-shirts. And it's, I don't know. I thought that was weird. I thought it was I just, weird I, that the guys I, weren't contributing. Right. My thing is, uh, this was either, I don't, this is, I, this feels like it had to have been like production's idea. Because I cannot imagine, and maybe I just don't know the type of women on this show, which I clearly don't. But it feels wild to me that one or two girls could have been like, you know what, let's all of us women just wear nothing but our sexiest underwear. For her fun. Oh, no. Like, all of these uh, are, like, scheduled events. These are nothing. Right. Which, which makes it so much worse, then, because it's just the production was like, yeah, yeah, so all the women get naked, and the men, uh, have fun. I mean, you nailed it. You got it in two. I hate MTV. Listen, you said I could only complain about the real terrible <laughs> things they do, so I'm complaining. I mean, honestly, that's not even... Don't get me wrong. I agree. But it's also what I've come to expect. Yeah, but I'm not going to let them get away with that. Okay, now about the lingerie party. The whole thing was about Paris and Pratt. And a little John. And a little John. Right, so All I right. mean, do you want to go into it or should I kick it off? I mean, I guess my question is... Yeah, okay, let's... Do you want me to go through like the chronology of it, basically? Um... Or like go in sort of that order, I mean. Because sure. otherwise I'm just gonna start at the end, which is my thoughts, my sum up, my summation. Let's let's go through it in order then, because I have a couple quotes we can pepper in as we go. Okay. Uh so Pratt got annoyed because Paris was super fucking drunk and grinding on John. Right. Then he was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go sit down, which is like a very reasonable thing to do. To just be like, I'm gonna head out of the party for a bit. Yeah, no, he he hated it, so he just left. And like, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so then Paris runs around the house screaming Pratt's name, and he's just, like, sitting drunk and upset in a room, which is <laughs> very funny to watch. Um, anyways, she can't find him, so she's like, well, I guess the only thing to do now is to fuck John. Right. And here's where I have their conversation, which I really enjoyed, yes. uh, which is John's, like, she's trying to kiss him, and John's like, we're not a match. And she's like, you don't think we are? And he just responds, I hope not. Yes. <laughs> he's like and i'm not trying to i'm trying to turn her down without being mean <laughs> and like this is this is what i so let's keep moving forward actually before we get caught up so in so john here. is like oh i don't want to kiss her but also woman and boobs and i can't say no to that <laughs> um so then he kisses her and they make out in front of ellie mm-hmm and then She's like, oh, no. Or no, I think he's like, let's stop. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go tell Pratt. And so then she runs and finds Pratt and then tells him. Ellie's loving it, too, which I enjoy. Like, Ellie is loving she's it. She's not encouraging. She's not interfering. She's just she's loving just, it. She's like, oh, she's a spectator. Exactly. Which ended up being uh, good that there was a witness. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, Paris finds Pratt. And then has the fucking audacity to be like, don't be mad at me. I'll be sad if you're mad at me. <laughs> Which is something we see two, spe two, two specific women, Paris and Christina, pull this episode. Mm -hmm. And both responses to them are great. Because Pratt just says, I don't give a fuck. Stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, honestly, that's so fair. <laughs> um... This episode was wild for me because I, I I don't like Pratt and I didn't like Pratt because in the first episode he did something weird and gross and I honestly can't remember now. Probably just generally the way well, he talked he, about women. They did the thing where I'm sure he said something weird and gross, but also he did the whole thing where he's like, yeah, I, Paris and I don't like each other at all. Right. Don't put us in the that was the other because thing. That was I want to fuck her another yeah. week. Right. And yes. And so, but I don't know, this episode made me like, like him a lot more. It was a good episode for him. It, um, and it didn't make me like shows. him, but it made me think he might not be as big of an idiot as I thought he was. Right. It, it made me think of like, well, that was episode one. Maybe he was like really trying to put on a 
performance because he's on TV. And by episode four, he's forgotten. By episode four, he actually likes somebody and is invested in that now. Um, And, you know, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second, which is in the flashbacks for the beginning of the episode. We had someone being like, oh, karma's going to get you guys for this. And like, holy fuck, were they right? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. When 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 that was said, I was like, yeah, they're probably going to end up being like a no match and it's going to be like embarrassing. But literally the next time they go on a date, they get into an actual breakup level fight. Oh, yeah. That's hysterical. Uh, so to bring us back into it, Paris then tracks down uh pratt again just to to talk a little bit more and he drops another great line which is while he's just being upset he says if i'm in the wrong here please let me know oh 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 well so so yeah so not only was he upset but he was also like he's like and you fuck he's like who was it was it john you fucking kissed john and she wouldn't tell him and he's like if i'm in the wrong please let me know (laughs) so yeah, so he finds out that it's John, and he goes and talks to John. And this was another moment where I was like, Pratt is actually being very reasonable. This, and so I like, I, I w- liked this argument. Yes. Like, this yes, was a I good one. This was a really good one. Honestly, the, the worst part about it was everyone else. Totally. Also, can I drop just four quotes right at the top of this one from Pratt? Okay, go for it. We have, John, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I'm fucking calm as shit. Yes. Pratt's back on the fucking market. Yep. Making out with the bellboy. Yes. <laughs> okay. So so Pratt comes downstairs to yell at John, and people are, like, with him, clearly expecting him to, like, start throwing fists right away, which, like, fair. Um, I mean, he does drop another good line, which I'm going to have to paraphrase, which is basically, like, if you were any other guy, your face would be in the fucking pavement right now. Yes. So he starts off, though, so let's start with, uh, it's part of what your quote was. It was, like, sort of the extended thing of, like, how he starts off the conversation. He's like, tell me why, for any other reason than you're a massive piece of shit, why you made out with Paris. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, strong start, my friend. <laughs> um, And so John starts to be like, listen, I know. And Ellie was like, he didn't. And John was like, stop it, Ellie. And Ellie <laughs> was like, shut the fuck up, Ellie. And then John started talking, and Ellie was like, no, but he did not. And, like, she just kept interrupting, and it was terrible. Well, and then one of the guys on Pratt's side of the posse, too, keeps trying to jump in. And Pratt's like, no, the only voice I need to be hearing right now is John's. Right? And at one point, like, someone's like, oh, no, like, and, like, grabs her shoulder. And he's like, I'm not. And he's like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> and it's, like, so fucking reasonable. It was like, I, they were all expecting this to be a fight, but Pratt just wanted to have a conversation and he was drunk and angry. So he was like yelling, but he was actually extremely calm. He was also listening. Yeah. Like he was as much as people will shout, I'm fucking calm as shit and not be. He shouted. He's fucking calm as shit as kind of was. Yeah. No, that's what, what, what I think is so great about it is like, he's like, I'm fucking calm as shit. And he was, he like, like obviously like emotionally, he was like turmoil. Oh, he's extremely emotional, calm. but he was like, but, like, he was cal- like he was not violent. He was not irrational. He was angry, but he was calm. Right. I, I loved it. I enjoyed that half of the fight was honestly John and Pratt trying to just get the chance to actually talk to each other amongst all these other people. Yeah, and then so John says sorry, kind of, and here's where he doesn't handle it well, in my opinion. Is like I'm sorry, but you know she kept throwing herself at me. So what could I do? And it's like, if if this is, like, your friend, not sleep with his girlfriend is what you could do. <laughs> I So here, maybe I'm giving John too much of a pass on this one. But his point about, like, this is going to happen, like, this is the... He, he essentially took the this is the game argument, which... Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know. Uh, look... I agree. I agree that he did say that argument. Uh, here's but... what I'll say. If they were friends, he should have been more sorry. But in general, you know, he's like, yeah, it happened. Shouldn't have. That's on me. I, yeah, we kissed. Okay. I don't know. So, I got so the impression all, they... of like John wanted to kiss her, didn't want to fuck shit yeah, up. Did. And then 
did it anyway. You know, the, John, when he was like first denying, Paris was like, oh, you know, I don't want to upset Pratt. He's my bro. And then Pratt was like, you kissed one of my best friends in this house. Um, I guess it's because so I haven't like, ha- get gotten to see them actually be friends that right, I'm yes, being, that's the show giving works. John more of a pass. No, yeah, no, they, they were friends. They are, they're like, they, they, by their own words, were like pretty close. Um, and then what, what's more is John's argument was not just like, oh, this is the game that happens, like, oh, well, but, but I thought it was really telling is he's like, oh, you know, this happens. Christina does it to me every night. And I, I think that was the, the real thing that's like where I have an issue with him is like, his point isn't that this is the game. This is what's going to happen. Regardless, it was this happens to me. So why should I care if it happens to someone else? Because he can't both be like, oh, this is the game. It happens. Like, get over it. And also be like, oh, man, I'm really annoyed. Christine's doing this. Christine is doing this thing to me. Like, it has to be one or the other. And and he's doing it both ways because he's pissed off that it's happening to him. But he's also using that as an excuse that he should get to do it to other people. I mean, you're right. I don't know. I think I guess for me, the bar is just so low for a response to a situation like this that he. he he's over the bar, you know, maybe he didn't hit the homer, but. He ground I mean, yeah, balled it say out is, to is, the front base. For someone on the show, he he had like a really solid apology, and he did actually seem remorseful. I'm just saying that in the real world, I'm gonna hit eject. You know? Oh well, yeah. And look, in the everything we say is under the umbrella of on MTV in the Among Us, Among Us in the Are You the One House. <laughs> I mean, we are trying to eject an eleventh. That's person. true. There, there is, is one imposter among them. Um, okay, let's, so, so then the next morning, um, Nate goes to comfort Paris, and it is funny, because I always forget that, like, when Nate isn't actively stalking Shelby, I like him. That's, yeah, that's the, well, and, like, when Nate isn't being intentionally stupid, or, like, whatever, I don't know, Nate is fun, he's a fun character, because he has two very different sides we keep getting to see. It does feel like two completely separate parts of the show, of, like... I, I think, again, like, we're getting to see Nate sort of comment about, like, oh, how he always changes himself. We got to see him change himself for this show, too. And I felt like that was really, that this episode really helped to clarify that for me. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm i curious to see what happens with Nate as this keeps going. Because he seems Hopefully like he a, a genuinely very, like, kind and empathetic person. I just can't tell if there's enough bad to offset it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this date, which was jet boarding. Yeah, I misheard him when he said what they were going to go do. I thought they were going jet boating. I was like, that's a weird one. Uh, my only thought for this date, or my main thought was, like, remember when these were fucking everywhere? No, honestly. Do you not? It was like, it was like the, you know, early, like, 2014, 2015 of, like, I felt like this, like, it's like, oh, like, you can hover on water. And it, like, was such a big fucking thing. And, like, it appeared in a couple different shows, but more so I just felt like I kept hearing stories about it and seeing just of it, and, like, everyone gave a shit about this, because I guess it was hovering, and that's cool. I mean, it is cool. Like, are you seriously going to take the hot take that this doesn't look fun? No, I'm going to take the hot take that it was fine, but God, it got overblown. I guess it didn't for me. Yeah, it did for me. (laughs) What a weird circle you have been running with. I mean, to be fair, I did watch the show in high school, so this might have been part of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can already think of one show. Uh, anyways. Um, Jasmine's a journaling junkie. Shut up. <laughs> Jasmine makes a decent recommendation of at least talk to Paris. <laughs> uh, and Paris... Let the startling revelation that this is the first time she's cheated on someone and been sorry about it. I mean, say what you will. Paris is basically making the argument is, look, I'm a terrible person and you actually made me feel something. Which, as bad of an argument as it is, it's kind (laughs) of a good argument. Listen, we saw that A, it was correct, and B... Listen, I, I, I just think it's funny. I, I, I know it's a bad argument, and I think she knows it's a bad argument, but it's A, the only argument she has, and B, she's being honest, which is kind of fucked up. That's, that's why this is where it really got funny, because she's saying this, and she just means it, and like, honestly, I believe her. 
Like, I don't know. I just It would be like, uh, sorry. <laughs> she just seems so genuinely torn up about this, including the fact that she's feeling remorse. And like... The, the, the best equivalent I can think of, of, of the only other thing that I think has been said the show that could like make me laugh this much is, is remember when Anthony said, you could fix me to, to Jenny? Yes. It's like, if you had been like legitimately sincere at that moment of like, I think you could be the girl who fixes me. <laughs> like, that's what this was. And I loved it. I love that whole thing of just like such the wrong take and such a sincere and like, honest and like truly emotionally felt way oh man i also love how pressured layden is obviously feeling to get over like he does not forgive her at all no but it's it really feels like they were constantly reminding them that they're going to be going into the truth booth and what if you're a perfect match like you got to be make sure you're going to make this work which is code for the producers have a good idea how this is going to go and need to get a story out of it like which yeah. I don't get why. It would be so much better if they went into the honeymoon suite hating each other. And in six weeks when we check in on them, it's like real juicy which way this went. Because, because, while that might have been like very fun and mysterious, this is a show about how they are good at making people fall in love. And having two matches going to the truth, they're going into the fucking honeymoon suite hating each other. Sort of would suggest that they're not good at that. <laughs> I... I, look, I get it. It's season two. They're still trying to put up the premise that this is based on science. But yes. yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the truth booth, actually, because we've already uh, spoiled that it's Pratt and Paris and that they're a match. Right. Well, I mean, and we don't even like chat before we go into the truth booth. We get to the scene and they're like, all right, so Pratt and Paris are going into the booth. Let's start talking about well, that. I mean, couldn't you, couldn't you, like, I, I mean, imagine that they had. So here's something I thought of from the point of the house. I was like, Pratt and Paris are up again. And they get into a huge breakup fight, and, like, yeah, everyone saw Paris make out with John, and there was definitely, like, a real fight between, between Pratt and John, but I know I'd be thinking of, like, are they doing it again? (laughs) Did did she knowingly kiss another dude just to... Oh, that would be amazing, honestly. Right? That would just be my concern. They just hit it from the producers this time. That didn't even cross my mind, but that's phenomenal. That Yeah, it's like, oh, man, I bet they set this up again. Also, can we talk about the fact that when they were a match, like, if they had walked into that house and I was there, I might have gotten disqualified because I might have started throwing hands. Like, week one, we were going to put you two in the fucking truth booth. We were going to get a match, a confirmed match week one. That's such a strong fucking move. Yeah. It tells us so much information. It makes the game so much easier. Yeah. And because you two are selfish dickholes, we have been doing shitty for three weeks. You just basically lost us three weeks of the show. Like, Brayden and Christine are fucking up constantly, but at least they didn't actively work to lose us three fucking weeks. I just enjoyed fucking pratt's interview after they revealed it it had the like such big i'm happy healthy and alive energy as he was saying (laughs) i love her to death and i don't have to say this in order to get the money yep i i was just it's it was such a beautiful episode at this point how awkward and crammed together it got trying to to make the reality that exists match the reality mtv wants yes i also love uh, right after cheating on him and then like kind of getting back together with him because they got told by a machine that they're together um <laughs> she yells to the rest of the house open your hearts everybody just cheat on someone and they'll love you that, thank you that was all i really wish we got to see more context for that scene and why she was just yelling at a group of women to open their hearts and how she thought that's at all applicable to the situation <laughs> yeah oh also christina isn't uh, Pratt's match. Uh, Ryan comes back, which was kind of weird, but I mean, cool. Uh, to basically be like, Christina isn't going home, and they all cheer, which is funny because we see later in the episode, most of them don't like her. Yeah. For reasonable reasons. And also, it would just be better for the game if she left. <laughs> I feel like the people in this house have like goldfish minds where it's like, it's like, oh, Christina, like this girl's either going to go home or she's going to stay. One of them is bad. We're not going to tell you which. You'll, you'll figure it out. She's staying. And it's like, yay, this is the result we wanted, we think. <laughs> it's like you just say anything and they'll cheer for it. I mean, I think you have to cheer to get paid. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think they have a choice. Know. They're all happy, healthy, and alive. They, I Aubrey. think they would have gotten paid if they were all like, fuck Christina. She should be out of this fucking house. 
Like, that would get them paid, too. They just have to have big reactions. No, you're right. We proved that Fuck Christina worked the first two days. Also, let's talk about how... Oh, yeah, do we want to speak about Fuck Christina? Oh, yeah, I was going to... Oh, sorry, I didn't... I thought we might have been moving past it, because it is stupid. No, no, I was going to talk about how, again, let's bring up the fact that John earlier in this episode was the bad guy. Uh, He's now going to be the victim. It's a very stark mood change. Um, I don't know if he's quite the bad guy. I would put him more. He was absolutely one of the, he was the, the, the secondary villain of the first part. I would put him as an at fault party, but I think to be a bad guy, you have to be trying to do bad things. I mean, he did make out with his best friend in the house's girlfriend. Uh, like I said, he's an at fault party, but that situation found him and he responded poorly to it. I think he I don't you think just he went like out him. like, yeah, I'm going to get drunk and fuck Paris. No, but he did, uh, after grinding on her for a bit, be like, you know what? I'm not going to not kiss her. As semantics. Uh, we can't get He's an adult man who has fucking choices in life. And he made a bad one. And you need to stop giving him a passport just because you like him. No, I'm telling I'm saying you- he made a bad one. I'm just saying I don't think that makes you the villain of the episode. Not that I think I didn't say first. You did totally said that. Let's go to the. Tape. I said so. Okay, I said that he was. So first of all, let's be clear. Paris is the number one villain of part one. Obviously, Paris is like the, the top villain, but he is absolutely the secondary villain. He's like he's the mini boss of the fucking first part of this. I just don't. I don't agree with either of that. I, uh, I, I think. I think it just takes more to be a villain. I don't think you can be a villain on this little. I don't think it's that little. I just feel like making out with your friend's girlfriend is a pretty big thing. But Pratt loves her again. You saw what they said. It, this is fine. Yeah, but he didn't. Nobody cares, he did Audrey. Nothing. The house is over <laughs> it. This is old fine. news. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, you're the one. I was already moving on. You're the one who dragged us back here. This is the way. Uh, so I'm going to stay it, though, of John was the villain of part one, but now he's the victim. But but in part one, he did say, this is a thing that happens. You just have to get over it and move on. Um, and now he is personally not getting over it and not moving on. So, hypocrite? Anyway, you're is Christina that what Fox happened Brandon. though? Yes, he's a hypocrite. This, we're not usually in such dramatic disagreement about My facts. problem is you can't use an argument and then get annoyed when that argument happens to you. But I don't think he did. So let's talk about what happened. They fuck. I Paris uh, goes and on. breaks them up. Wait, uh, pause. Okay, I'm sorry. My mom brought me breakfast. You're a monster. I'm never going to get back to where I was. <laughs> sorry, no, just go, 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 go. If you want, I can start arguing with you again. Yeah, start ar- get, me, get me hot again so the energy matches and I can cut this together. John's a piece of shit and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but you're wrong. John- John's a hypocrite. <laughs> John literally made out with some other guys who he thought was perfect match. And then when that guy was upset, he was like, I'm sorry, but this is just, this is the show. This is going to happen. And then is now that it's happening to him, now that he's the guy who the girl he likes is being made out with someone else is like, but he's upset about it, but he's not being a hypocrite. Like he's not coming for Brandon. He's not. He like literally the entire scene was Christina wanting to like, fuck another guy and then come down and get insta forgiven so she doesn't have to feel guilty about it and john saying no no i'm not going to give you that we're going to talk tomorrow and i think that would have been fine if he didn't say first of all let's 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 be clear that he's not okay with brandon he does hate brandon but he doesn't act on it as far as we've gotten to scene like he complains about him in interviews but that's fine we all cope I don't know. Like, he, he hasn't brought this to Brandon, and until he does, I don't think he's being a hypocrite about it. I think he did in an earlier episode, to be fair. He did yell at Brandon. Well, that was before he said this, and I don't remember it. No, bullshit. What do you mean, bullshit? It's a consistent lie. He has not cho- shown any change of thinking. My point is, he's a fucking hypocrite, and I hate him. I don't hate him. He's a fucking hypocrite, and until he stops being a hypocrite, uh, you know, he's on the chopping block for me. I just don't think that's supported by evidence i think you're i think you're biased i mean a little bit i, think, I like i i'd like I think, you john, like I think he got but... called karate kid 
He kicked a girl in the nose, and you were like, this is my guy. A little bit. Like, look, I'm not going <laughs> to deny that, but I legitimately yeah. don't th- like, I like John maybe more than he deserves, but I don't think he's being a hypocrite. I, okay. Well, let's move past that. No, let's argue about it for another 20 minutes and get us up to a full hour long episode. Listen, I could. You know I could. I couldn't. <laughs> I know you couldn't, and that's why I'm offering to let us move past this. Hey, it's another day now. Look at that. It's no. tomorrow. Is it not? No, remember? Because we have to quickly go into the fact that Leighton and Jenny had a fight, which was ended by Jess creeping in the corner and yelling at Jenny. <laughs> but that was the next day. Was that the next day? That was the I next don't know. day. It all happened so fast. It, we got three days, like, back to back to back, because only one thing happened each day. Okay, cool. That did happen. Also, Curtis mm-hmm. and Unnamed are still going strong, apparently, so that's yeah. nice. Oh, I will say, though, what I did like about John is, yeah, when Christina was like, oh, but John, I'll be sad if you don't talk to me. And he was like, then be sad and left. I loved that. I don't know. He's kind of a hypocrite. Listen, he is. That doesn't mean he doesn't <laughs> have good quotes. Um, and it was just funny because that had happened twice that episode. That was the second time. I did enjoy um, that that was the second time. I was like, no, but make me not feel bad about the thing I did. And the other person just said, nah, I, you can. I'm. I'm good with not helping with that, actually. I also, yeah, this, uh, this episode was not good for Christine either. It wasn't. Because the amount of times this episode that she, like, would do something hurtful, be like, oh, I'm sorry, forgive me or else I'll be hurt. And then they were like, no, fuck you. And she was just like, what the fuck is up with this person? How fucking dare they? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, she just never had to feck and face a consequence in her life. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't dislike Christina, but I am getting a very big consequences don't apply to me vibe out of her and not even in like the bitchy evil way you'd expect but in a much more dangerous possibly well-intentioned way even i don't think it's necessarily well-intentioned i just think it's based on the fact that she's always like it's always worked for her i i well-intentioned is a bad way to say it but i don't think it's like intentionally manipulative i think like you say this is just always worked Eh, what I'll say is when you're like 27, 28, like even if you're like if, if you've been manipulating people old? your whole She's life, not 27 years old. I don't. I assumed everyone in this house was like 20. No, most of these people are younger than us, Aubrey. Are they? I'm pretty sure most of these people are younger than us. They don't look. No, they never do. They always look like real adults. Hold on, but I, it I'm turns out we're the real adults here, Aubrey. That's the terrifying part. Okay, I looked it up. She was 24 at the time. Okay. I, Which, by the way, it wasn't my injury. But anyways, the, my point is that's still old enough. That, no, that, that like, is much older than I thought she was, honestly. I thought she was, like, 19, like, honestly. No, yeah, that, that was, like, by that time, like, even if your manipulation has always worked on people, it's still on you, and, and you're still liable for <laughs> the fact that you are manipulating people. You don't, the, the, oh, well, it's always worked, so I never knew it was bad is not a valid excuse. Oh, not at all. I am not giving her a pass, and it does not take a genius to figure out, like, what you're doing but but i don't know again i just i doesn't matter we're in the weeds yes all right let's talk about the matchup ceremony yes i'm just gonna go down the list well so uh, paris and pratt are the perfect match the first perfect match of confirmation sake then after that it's ellie and brandon which I will give Ellie credit. She did say, oh, I would have picked Anthony, but he didn't want to be picked by me. So I didn't. And like, honestly, props. I like that Ryan had uh, Ryan. I like that Ryan had a got him moment. Oh, with the it sounds like what she wants Christina thing. It sounds like what she wants to do is you. Yes. When, that he, was a when, good he, line. when Brandon said that Christina can do whatever she wants. Yeah, he's been waiting for that one. <laughs> I like also, that Ryan's having fun this season. Yes, I like that Curtis was just so fucking tired of their shit. Right. Like, Brandon was like, well, whatever, I'm just gonna give her space. And he's like, who believes that? Or who doesn't believe that? And everyone raised their hands. And Christina's like, you know, we're just, like, broken up. And he's like, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> I, yeah. And again, Christina was like, why is everyone so mad at me? <laughs> I do really enjoy just how tired the house is of Christina and Brandon. Because, again, like, I'm not rooting for him anymore. They've, they've burned out all of my goodwill for their continued yeah, relationship. Yeah, listen, I believed them the, the I believed them the first like two times they were like, well, this is the time we're like really going to step away from each other. 
I believed them. I, I believed them the first time, and I was willing to give them a second chance. But they, they nope, they're just terrible, and I hate them. Well, and Christina almost them, did but... it too. Like Brandon has done nothing but pine the whole time. You know, he's got his he's got his note, and he's hitting it consistently. Christina almost like you know moved on. Yeah, didn't, but you know, <laughs> felt like she might right. for a second. <laughs> Jenny and Anthony. I love how much this house hates Jenny hemming and hawing about what she wants. Oh, you said hemming and hawing. I said ho-humming. Very good. Um, hemming and hawing and hoeing and humming. Anyways, that would be such a good episode title if someone had said it. We'll have to get on the writers, get that in the next one. Yeah. Anyways, I, yes, I, honestly, same. I hate fucking people like that. I I like that we got the tease earlier on, too, of... Like Jenny just being asked a pretty regular direct question and her just inability to answer it. And somebody from the background just yelling, Jenny, stop thinking about other people. What do you want? Yes. <laughs> like not even yes! looking out for Jenny. Like, I feel like it probably started that way. And now they're just pissed off that Jenny won't commit to anything. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, it's great, though. It's very funny. It's so funny. It's only, this episode is hysterical. It's mostly funny because of just how visibly everybody hates this. I and as much as like normally I'm like oh the stuff didn't take that long the show's just dragging it out I will I will believe that she spent that long just like avoiding answers I, that felt real to me honestly it felt like they shortened it yes it did it felt All like right, there was a lot of question and answer with Ryan that didn't go anywhere and was just completely unusable and they're like well uh-huh. this is how we'll save it this is just what we're gonna yep. do with you then um I'm gonna move on now do it. Brianna and Curtis, Tyler and Alex, Shelby and Dario, Alex and Nate, which he's decided that he's going to be open to any girl who wants to be open to him. So I hope so. I hope that's true. It's a good strategy. Yeah. Uh, Ashley and John. I will say that this apology was much better. I thought it was Alex and the, John. Uh, no, it was Ashley and John. It was Alex and Nate. Whatever. I hate these Anyways, names. This apology was much better. Yes. It, well, he was earlier. Sober. He was like, I'm sorry, but also boobs. And now he's just like, I'm sorry. Though he did say, but you're a match. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 Which is like, he needs to just, if he just would just cut off the butts at the end of his sentences, that'd be great. I, um, I think the problem is he's just honestly not that sorry. That's the other thing is I think he is apologizing because it's the social convention, not because he actually feels bad for what he's yeah, done, like I, which is I again, just, I don't like him. Look, I just don't think they're that good of friends after all. Like if my friend did that to me, I would not be defending them at all. But if somebody's just not my friend, I don't know. I, I just like that they're not friends. That's what this whole yeah, thing well, told I, us. They can say I they're friends, say- but they're just not. I think this was a, a big moment for both of them to realize. Because then also, I will say earlier in the episode, something that made me laugh is Pratt was like, "You kiss my, my my you kiss my friend, my best friend, in the house." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, okay, good, good, good." <laughs> <laughs> um, I also liked quirky nerdy lawyer boy. Yes, but I'm gonna keep going. Go for it, Jasmine and Garland. Jess and Layton, which I don't have anything to say except at some point, Jess has something about going deep with Layton. Yeah. Getting deep with Layton. And I, that was like a funny joke. Yep. 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 Cool, cool. Cool. And then Christina picks John and John says, I'm really tired of the way you've been treating me, but you get one more go. <laughs> and I just feel bad for Ashley in that moment. Yeah, I felt bad for Ashley. Uh, she seems normal. I also like that John said, Stop fucking Brandon, or I'm gonna stop talking to you. And Brandon said, that ultimatum will never work. And Christina said, that ultimatum will work if we're the perfect match. <laughs> Which is like, you would have to let that ultimatum work for you to know if that... It's just such a, a stupid thing to say. I do love Brandon just instantly going, issues an ultimatum, that'll never work. And then Christina goes, oh my god, he's serious. <laughs> Yes, it was so funny. And then I like. The, I like, didn't know John's he was like, mad that I was fucking Brandon. If he had told me that, yeah, I was so sad I didn't notice his anger. <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, so John picks Christina, and then the whole house is like, oh, I'm sorry, Ashley, we love you. And Christina has this, like, of, like, why aren't you supporting me? <laughs> Which, like, I don't like her. Um, okay, then let's talk about the best part of this episode, the part that made me yes. actually laugh out loud. Yes. They get a blackout. It was wonderful. Which, which, so, my notes are literally... Ha 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 in all caps. And then just like some keyboard play because I like started typing ha ha and then I got bored. So I just like hit my keyboard a couple times because <laughs> I truly felt just that like happy and jubilant. And then my next bullet point is I love this. And then my third bullet point was, oh, no, Brianna and Curtis. <laughs> <Sad face. laughs> yes. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. That was like my complete emotional arc about this in like three bullet points. The looks <laughs> of, of like, like true <laughs> realization washing over all of their faces too as it hit was just so uh, it was just it was like pure unadulterated happiness like love for this medium of television and mtv because like n- nothing could have been as funny as this was also and then just the immediate like so much good information and just immediately afterwards the sadness of like oh no there was actually someone i cared about in that <laughs> I, I like that we got the quote, it sucks to care out of it. Yeah. And then also, my last, this one isn't, this is just a quote I love. Um, It it could not be a title, it is far too wordy. Um, but I mean, it is you something saw that last week's said. title, right? What was last week's title? I scroll up this chat. It seems like Nathan's been having, ooh, been having a rough time. Is that the title? A rough few days Yes, here. it Jesus seems like Christ. Nathan's been having a rough few days here. I went back, I wanted to get it exact out of Ryan's mouth, because I figured, ah, there are no character limits on this anyway. It's a stupid rule. Then then here's my suggestion for title this week, which is, and now we'll figure out who the hypocrite is and who the hypocrite isn't. (laughs) By who moves on and who doesn't. (laughs) The dot, dot, dot is very important. There was a very substantial pause Um, where he, like, I like that he clearly went to the matchup ceremony fucking drunk. (laughs) (laughs) like he's just not been sober since he got no match with christina and that's worrying but funny oh man i felt like he he like he was like oh and now we'll know who the hypocrite is and who hypocrite isn't it's like that's funny like obviously i know what he's saying it was bad grammar and then he goes on to explain it and it's like bro it was that was a full-fledged michael scott moment especially because he's obviously going to be the hypocrite i know you're going to disagree with me but no no i mean he's already he's well actually it depends on if he tells anyone else to break up. But honestly, so far, he's not been a hypocrite. He's just been shitty. Eh, touche. But I think a lot of people are about to be a hypocrite in this house. Oh, absolutely. It's gonna... This, it might get good here. And by good, I mean... Yes. It might get stupid. <laughs> All right, but I think that's the end of the show. Yeah, we definitely did it. Jessica took it real bad. Jessica. What did I call her? Yeah. Jessica, Jess, whatever. Yeah, she did. She did not take it well. But anyway, we're here at the end of the Boom Boom Room. As always, you can write us at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. And actually, on that topic, I have a special message from our email. And this special message is for Brad. Uh, this is for Brad? This is for Brad. Hey, Brad, you're getting a lot of emails about paid surveys jackpot. Or you have a welcome package here from someone. Uh, your application to this EDU this is grant such a has been reviewed. Bit. I hate you. You're the worst. This is a stupid bit, but legitimately, I checked the email and we had uh, about 120 emails for Brad. <laughs> Just like a ridiculous number of emails. All is Brad like a fake name you set up on the account no, or is someone hacked like some, our account? No, somebody <laughs> used this email address to sign up for stuff as a Brad. Uh, and we are getting would... now all of their spam. Whichever one of our fans did that. And by fans, I mean mortal enemies. Listen, we gotta use the term listener. I'm just uncomfortable <laughs> with fans. Same, honestly. Please don't be our fan. We don't deserve it. Let's start there. Whoever did this, that was actually kind of funny. Um, <laughs> terrible that you did it. 
please come forward so I can send you hate mail. <laughs> I mean, look, they're all going into the spam folder now, so it's been taken That's care of. Hey, is it just anything with Brad in the name gets sent right to spam? It's it's mostly from like the same handful of things. Like, it's it's this weird selection oh. of stuff that legitimately makes me feel like. Brad has just started using our email address for anything he doesn't want emails from, but is actually yeah. using. Uh, which is phenomenal. Fuck. Uh, so funny. Also, just so you know, uh, there is an online degree program that you need to know about. It's flexible and designed for Brad's needs. Uh, and you should oh, take no. these online courses offered through a college who isn't paying me to read this. So I'm not going to say the name. Uh, Brad. We need to know what your specific... Please send us an email about your specific needs so we can respond to the college. We'll be your in-between. Yeah, Brad, <laughs> we'll if, do this for if you. there are any, like, verification codes or stuff you need in here anywhere, just shoot us another email and uh, we'll send that off to you. Here, you know what? I'll just give you my personal... <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, that's so funny. This is such a bad bit, but also very funny. I it I spent a good long while laughing about terrified. this. I was terrified. I was terrified. You were about to bring up another fucking are you the one cast member who's emailed us. Oh, no. That would be very funny. I was having heart palpitations. No. Now that it's not the current season, that's never going to happen again. We, we're fine. Uh, that's my hope. I did get a news article, though, about New York newlyweds who drowned on an island honeymoon four days after their wedding. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, no. I hope that's a lie. Um, all right, let's stop talking about this. Uh, all right. Did I buy you enough time to come up with a moral, though, Aubrey? Oh, I actually, uh, bitch, I have one written down already. Oh, look at this. Well, then I I'll... thought of this one halfway through the show, and like uh, like I've never done before, I jotted it down. Unheard of. All right, well, I know. with that in mind, then, Aubrey, I'll ask you, what is the moral for this week? The moral for this week is... Why are you singing? I'm not going to pick a song this week. I'm just going to leave this underneath it. No. Um, no, you're not, Taylor. No, just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> it's so distracting. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the role for this week is that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And John is out here being truly insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> truly, like, again, not to be like, oh, this is John's fault. But, like, at a certain point, <laughs> you have to stop being with Christina and expecting her not to fuck Brandon. <laughs> like, she's made it clear that that's what her plan is and that's what she's going to do. So you either have to accept that about her or stop dating her. <laughs> and I would personally suggest stop dating her. But, like, do you. But please. Oh, good job picking a hot take I can't even disagree with. <laughs> In my notes, this is like not to victim blame, but. <laughs> <laughs>